0: from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people, the people, the people. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless as long as we put America America first, America first, America first, America first. back in some form we will be back, in, will some be form. back in some
1: some form that's, that's right ladies and gentlemen and welcome, to welcome to the, the, the is hardline show, show where we the people are the ones that are in some form we the people are the solution we are the ones who will stand up this republic by reassembling our states the lawful states the lawful way. way this is the only podcast where you're going to get conversations built around god wellness how to fortify your family So we can stand up this great country we call the republic of these united states of america you ain't going to get any sellouts over here you're not going to get fake opium you're not going to get fear porn pushed your way no 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 this This is the his hardline show show. the show that was inspired by god to get started and we push nothing but truth over here ladies and gentlemen so welcome to the show Welcome
2: to the show
0: we will be back in some form We will be back in some form, we will be be back back in in some form. form.
3: The sight before us is that of a strong and good nation that stands in silence and remembers those who were loved and who in return loved their countrymen enough to die for them. Yet we must try to honor them, not for their sakes alone, but for our own. And if words cannot repay the debt we owe these men, surely with our actions, we must strive to keep faith with them and with a vision that led them to battle and a final sacrifice. Our first obligation to them and ourselves is plain enough. The United States and the freedom for which it stands, the freedom for which they died, must endure and prosper. Their lives remind us that freedom is not bought cheaply. It has a cost. The willingness of some to give their lives so that others might live never fails to evoke in us a sense of wonder and mystery and how they must have wished in all the ugliness that war brings that no other generation of young men to follow would have to undergo that same experience. As we honor their memory today let us pledge that their lives, their sacrifices, their valor shall be justified and remembered for as long as God gives life to this nation. And let us also pledge to do our utmost to carry out what must have been their wish that no other generation of young men will ever have to share their experiences and repeat their sacrifice.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because, well, they are the hosts with the most. They're the ones in charge. They are the ones in the captain's chair. They're at the helm. They're behind the wheel. Therefore, they are steering this ship, this great ship of ours, through these crazy rough waters a week on life. So, welcome to His Hard Line. Today is Monday, May 29th, 2023. It is Memorial Day to honor all those fallen service members who never made it back home. And you are listening to episode 551, titled, We Honor Their Sacrifice. So welcome to the show. We'll be doing a reading out of Titus chapter 2 here before we uh, get um, fully on here. But uh, real quick, just a little bit of housekeeping. I, we have a lot to cover, and I have to make sure I am off promptly at uh, 8 o'clock, because I do have a phone call I do need to be on. But remember, as I always state periodically on the podcast, I do not, uh, excuse me, I am not a doctor. I do not wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I do not give out legal advice. I am also not the official face or voice of the national state or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you all here. Um, just a little bit of housekeeping. Remember, I do have a website, www.hisheartline.com. There is a Give, Send, Go link over there if you feel so inclined to want to you know, co- contribute and support the work that we do over here. But more importantly, all I ask is that you share the show and you keep sharing it and you share it without ceasing. Okay, because we want to grow this community bigger and larger than ever before. And so anyway. And I also have an email. If you do want to email the show, it is uh, hisheartline at gmail.com. That's hisheartline at gmail.com. So today, obviously, is Memorial Day. And Memorial Day is a holiday which is observed in the U.S. uh, to honor and remember the men and women who have died while serving in the military. And it is a day of remembrance for those who made the ultimate sacrifice to protect our country and preserve its values the somber nature of memorial day stems from the solemnity uh, and reverence associated with honoring fallen heroes and it is a time for reflection and gratitude and paying tribute to those who lost their lives in service to their nation and many people visit cemeteries and memorials laying flowers or flags on the graves of the fallen soldiers as as a sign of, of respect, and to let the fallen know that, hey, we're still thinking of you, we still care, and we appreciate the ultimate sacrifice that you, you made. And so the origins, in case you don't know, the origins of Memorial Day can be traced back to the aftermath of the American Civil War when communities began holding ceremonies to honor and mourn the soldiers who died in the conflict. And over time, Memorial Day became a national observance taken place on the last Monday in May each year. Now, while Memorial Day is also associated with the unofficial start of summer for many, um, it often involves activities like parades and barbecues and family gatherings and things of that nature, going four-wheeling. And it's important to remember, though, and to honor the true meaning of the day for what it is, which is a day that, this, you know the sacrifice of those who gave their lives for their country. That's why it bothers me and it bugs me to no end when people say, Happy Memorial Day. It's like, no, it's a somber day. It's not supposed to be a happy day. It's supposed to be a day of reflection. Now, since the founding of this country, it is estimated that roughly about 1.3 million American service members have died in various wars and military conflicts over the years. And this includes soldiers who perished in the American Revolutionary War, the Civil War, both World Wars, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, the Gulf War, Desert Storm, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and other military engagements throughout history. And these brave individuals made the ultimate sacrifice in defense of their country and its principles and, and were doing what they felt like was right, what was right in their mind. Now, before we continue on, let's get into the scripture. Today's reading is out of Titus, book of Titus chapter two. talk about Christian behavior. It's only 16 verses, excuse me. I correct myself, 15 verses, very short chapter. And it reads as for yourself, you may, you must say what is consistent with sound doctrine, namely that older men should be temperate, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith, love and endurance. And similarly, older women should be reverent in their behavior, not slanderers, not addicted to drink, teaching what is good, so that they may tra- train younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self controlled, chaste, good homemakers under the control of their husbands, so that the word of God may not be discredited. Urge the younger men, and similarly, to control themselves, showing yourself as a model of good deeds in every aspect with integrity in your teaching dignity, and sound speech that cannot be criticized so that the opponent will be put to shame without anything bad to say about us. Slaves are to be under the control of their masters in all respects, giving them satisfaction, not talking back to them or stealing from them, but exhibiting complete good faith so as to adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in every way. Transform- and then here we get into talking about the transformation of life, starting with verse 11. For the grace of God has appeared, saving all and training us to reject godless ways and worldly desires and to live temperately, justly and devoutly in this age, as we await the blessing, hope, the appearance of the glory of the great God and of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. Say these things, exhort and correct with all authority, and let no one look down on you. And that is the end of the reading of uh, the book of Titus, chapter 2, talking about Christian behavior and a transformation of life. So what kind of lessons can we take away from this very short but, you know, solid reading? One of the things that we can take away that this chapter emphasizes is the importance of teaching and adhering to sound doctrine. It reminds us that understanding and living by the truth of God's word is crucial for a healthy and thriving Christian community. The next thing would be the importance of role models and mentoring. Older men and women are encouraged to serve as role models and mentors for younger believers. And their wisdom and their experience and guidance are valuable in helping the younger generation grow in their faith and live out their calling. Then we get into living with integrity. This chapter emphasizes the importance of living with integrity and self-control how believers are called to exhibit godly type of behavior in all aspects of life, including their speech, their conduct, and relationships. You know, you can't just talk to talk. You need to walk the walk, right? You just, you you can't, you can't just say you're doing and practicing these things and and not showing it through your own actions and deeds right you have to live with integrity It's very very important we don't really see that too often anymore with a lot of people these days another lesson here would be um, grace and redemption this chapter highlights the transformative power of god's grace right it teaches that through jesus's sacrifice that we can be redeemed from sin and live lives devoted to righteousness. See, God's grace not only forgives us, but it also empowers us to live godly lives. The last thing is it talks about kind of like future hope, right? Because the chapter encourages believers to eagerly anticipate the return of Jesus Christ. And it reminds us that our hope is not confined to this present world, but extends to the future glory that awaits us in his coming. And so overall, these lessons emphasize the importance of faithful teaching, living out our faith with integrity, mentoring, and discipline, uh, discipleship, relying on God's grace and looking forward to the ultimate hope found in Jesus Christ. And so they provide practical guidance, if you will, for what Christians should be doing while living their everyday lives and fostering a vibrant and, and a healthy Christian community. And so that's kind of just a general synopsis, a summary of uh, what we read there with Titus chapter 2. Now, with today's show, with we honor their service. It goes without saying that today, like I said, is not a happy day. It's a somber day. It's a day of remembrance. It's a day to reflect and to show respect to those who never made it back home. And listen, even those who did make it back home, those who became ill and incapacitated by, you know, losing limbs, right? They they were, you know, they were wounded in action. And many have died here back home, but due to what they went through overseas. Like, for example, the people that served in Vietnam with Agent Orange. Many people, sure, they may have come back home, but How many of them have died because of the remnants of what they went through overseas, that chemical warfare? And so just because they didn't die directly, instantly on the battlefield doesn't mean that they are also not in memorance. This goes for any service member, whether if they died on the battlefield or not. At the end of the day, they made the choice to sacrifice their life, even if they still lived through any conflict or battle. They still made the active, conscious decision to sacrifice their life and time and fight in this for this country and for people like you and I. now, I do want to read something that I couldn't put it any better. This was a post on telegram from Bioclandestine, and I follow him. And I think uh, is a very, very good sh- good good channel to follow, and I couldn't put it any better than this, but this is what bioclandestine says on the chat on his uh, on his post. He says, the saddest part about Memorial Day is that many give their lives under the guise of freedom. They were told that what they were doing was righteous and they believed it. They were willing to die because freedom was worth fighting for. But if the fallen could see America now, would they be satisfied knowing that they died to defend what we have become as a nation? If they knew that one day America would no longer be free, do you think they would have fought to defend her? The long train of usurpations against the American people is not only an attack on those of us in the present and in the future, but it nullifies what all those in the past gave their lives to defend. So long as America remains under tyranny, they, did, they died for nothing. And this pains me more than anything. Not only, did they die, not only that they died, but that the values they fought for were an illusion. that's the end of the post i couldn't agree with bio clandestine anymore i i couldn't have worded that better because even though we are celebrating and and remembering those who died on the battlefield we need to remember who has always been at the top controlling all the puppets and it's this cabal this system this evil satanic systematic cabal luciferian system and people at the very top funding both sides of all wars, all conflicts, didn't matter what country it was, America, it didn't matter. As long as the military industrial complex was making their money, right? And the top generals, you know, the top brass who sold out their country for that extra buck, you know, I guarantee you a lot of these men and women who died for our country, if they would have known what was really going on in the background, I mean, again, I agree with bio wrote here. But at the end of the day, it still does not negate that these men and women serve their country with honor. No matter who is at the top or was at the top, pulling the strings, they went in thinking they were doing what was right. And to me, that is worth remembering and honoring all day long. No matter who has been running this government for the last 100, 120 years. At the end of the day, these servicemen and women went in believing that they were fighting for what they thought was right, based on the information given to them. I want to play something here. It's called, it's by a a guy named Jocko uh, Willink. Let's give this a quick listen to roughly about five minutes.
2: In a country that most people would struggle to find on a map, in a compound that few possess the courage to enter, Men from my previous life took the fight to our enemy. In that compound, they found men that pray five times a day for your destruction. Those praying men don't know me. They don't know you and they don't know America. They don't understand our compassion, our freedoms and our tolerance I know it may seem as if some of those things are currently missing but they remain at our core and always will those men don't care about your religious beliefs they don't care about your political opinions they don't care if you sit on the left or the right liberal or conservative pacifist or warrior They don't care how much you believe in diversity, equality, or freedom of speech. They don't care. I'm sorry you've never felt the alarm bells ringing in your body. The combination of fear and adrenaline as you move towards the fight instead of running from it. I'm sorry you've never heard someone cry out for help or cried out for help yourself. Relying on the courage of others to bring you home. I'm sorry you've never tasted the salt from your own tears as you stand at flag-draped coffins bearing men you were humbled to call your friends. I don't wish those experiences on you. But I do wish you had them. If you had them, it would change the way you act. It would change the way you value. It would change the way you appreciate. You would become quick to open your eyes and slow to open your mouth. Most will never understand the sacrifice required to keep evil men like those from that distant compound away from our doorstep but it would not hurt you to try and understand it would not hurt you to take a moment to think of the relentless drain on family friends and loved ones that are left behind sometimes for weeks sometimes for months sometimes for years sometimes forever ideas are not protected by words Paper and ink may outline the foundation and principles of this nation, but it is blood only blood That protects it In that dusty compound a man you have never met gave everything he had so that you Have the freedom to think, speak, and act however you choose. He went there for all of us, whether you loved or hated what he stood for. He went there to preserve the opportunity and privilege to believe, to be, and to become what we want. country every single person living inside of its borders and under the banner of its flag owe that man we owe that man everything we owe him the respect that his sacrifice deserves saying thank you is not enough we send our best and lose them in the fight against the worst evil this world has to offer if you want to respect and honor their sacrifice it needs to be more than words you have to live it take a minute and look around soak it in all of it the good the bad and the ugly you have the choice every day as to which category you want to be in in which direction you want to move you have that choice because the best among us the best we ever had to offer fought and bled and died for it don't ever forget that
1: Yeah. We owe that man. You know, if our service men and women, if they if, if our service members only realized that the most evil of evil actually sat in DC, they would all roll over in their graves if they only realized that the most evil of evil on the face of the earth sit at the head of DC, London, and Vatican City. It would be so unfathomable and so unbelievable to them, they would not even know what to do. This is one of the biggest reasons why we are standing up our republic by reassembling the states and the lawful assembly. We owe those men those service members that died. By doing what we need to do as Americans, as we the people, we need to finish the fight that they were engaged in. We need to make sure that their deaths were not in vain. We need to make sure that we need to make sure that they know as they look down on us that they didn't give up their lives for just nothing we can't we can't just give up and roll over we the people have to take the fight and we need to take it and bring the fury to these evil luciferian scumbags Here's another piece I wanna play. It's called A Warrior's Pledge. This was a speech that Ronald Reagan gave. Let's give this a quick listen to.
3: If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth the price for this freedom at times has been high but we have never been unwilling to pay that price those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes they just don't know where to look the sloping hills of arlington national cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers bearing crosses or stars of David they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier their lives ended in places called Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Pork Chop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed, trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words, America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure, I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans.
1: That right there was called the Warriors' Pledge. That was uh, again that was from a speech that Ronald Reagan gave. But yeah, we have to exude, we have to exhibit that same type of warrior. We, you know, we need to take on that same exact warrior's pledge we need to be the americans right we need to be the people that continue on the fight does not matter if you've served or not we have a duty as americans to hold those same characteristics that that soldier writ- wrote down in his in his journal in his in his uh, diary there and what he wrote there in the Warriors' Pledge. Until the majority of people wake up in this country, we will continue to deal with this tyrannical nonsense in this country. Again, one of the biggest reasons why we need to stand up our assemblies. I want to play another thing, uh, also by jocko willink and this one i really like this is the last sound bite and then i have two songs that i'm going to play one of them i just found today it's an amazing tribute by a 15 year old girl um when i get the youtube video i'll post it on uh, telegram and true social and then the last i'm going to play is by justin moore for the ones that didn't make it back home in honor of our fallen service members but this was a very powerful five minute audio piece that i found by Jocko Willink it's called remember me
2: remember me I am the fallen soldier sailor airman and marine I am the one that held the line sometimes I volunteered sometimes I went because I was told to go but when the nation called I answered In order to serve I left behind the family friends and freedom that so many take for granted I fought at Lexington and Concord as our nation was born I crossed the Delaware on Christmas Day in 1776 freedom was on our side in the Civil War I fought with my brothers and against my brothers at Gettysburg, and Shiloh, and Bull Run. I learned that we must never again divide. In World War I, I marched on the Marne and held the line at Bella Wood. The war to end all wars, they called it. I just called it Hell. In World War II, I fought everywhere. From the beaches of Normandy and the Battle of the Bulge to the sands of Iwo Jima and the hell of Guadalcanal. I stood against tyranny and kept darkness from consuming the world. In Vietnam, I went and I fought. Some say my country wavered, but I did not waver. Ever. In the recent past, I fought in Grenada, Panama, Somalia, and other desperate places around the globe. And finally, I have fought in Iraq and Afghanistan, in Baghdad and Fallujah and Ramadi. As technology advanced, I used night vision goggles and global positioning systems and drones and lasers and thermal optics. But it was still me. It was me that patrolled up the mountains, or across the desert, or through the streets. It was me that suffered in the merciless heat and the bitter cold. It was me that went out, night after night, to confront our nation's enemies and confront evil face to face. It was me. Remember me. I was a warrior. But also remember, that I was not only a warrior. I was not just a soldier, sailor, airman, or marine. Remember also that I was a son, a brother, a father. I was a daughter, a sister, a mother. I was a person. Like you, a real person with hopes and dreams for the future. But I gave all that away. All of it on that distant battlefield, on some God-forsaken patch of dirt amongst the fear and the fire and the bullets, or in the sky above enemy territory, or in the unforgiving sea where we fought against the enemy and against the depths of the abyss. There, in those awful places, I held the line. I did not waver, and I did not hesitate. I, the soldier, Sailor airman or marine. I stood my ground and sacrificed my life My future my hopes my dreams. I sacrificed everything For you remember me The fallen warrior and remember me not for my sake but for yours Remember what i sacrificed so you can truly appreciate the incredible treasures you have you have the joys of life the joys that i gave up so that you can relish in them family friends and freedom never forget where it all came from it came from sacrifice the supreme sacrifice don't waste it don't waste any of your time on this earth live a life that honors the sacrifice of our fallen heroes remember them always
1: that's right remember them always like angie says right here in the chat remember the fallen keep on keeping on their honor in on on in their honor and live a life worth their sacrifice live a life worth their sacrifice like he said it don't do it in my honor or for my sake do it for
4: your sake don't forget what we did and don't forget what you get to keep on living this life for, and why we get to keep on living the way we get to live. Again, their lives cannot be in vain. Oscar was just saying up here
1: earlier in the chat, says warriors train in times of peace to prepare for battles to come.
4: We are. I mean, all of us. Liz was saying here in the chat. We are all warriors in training. We are. We
1: are all warriors, and this is why more and more people. We need good more. We need more good people. Excuse me, improper speaking there, but we need more good people that are morally sound, that are
4: that have God in their heart, Jesus in their heart, and they just want what's good for this country. They don't
1: do it for money. They don't do it for fame or status or credit of any kind. They just do it because they just want to see the future of this nation thrive and prosper for the good of all. To get away from tyranny and despotism and these evil people who usurp their powers and look
4: upon us like we are serfs and chattel. We are not that. We are their boss. We are the sovereigns here, made in the image and creation of God. They answer to us.
1: We are not their slaves. We, like Angie was saying right here, we are not meant to be slaves. They are our slaves servants. And we are the sovereigns. We are the boss. The sooner we get that through our thick skulls, the better off we'll be. And these fine warriors in our military will not have died in vain. Oscar was just saying right here, what is peace worth to you? Which by the way, Oscar, if I recall correctly, and I found this out from another Marine. I should have known this because I got Marines in the family, but there's no such thing as an ex-Marine or a former Marine. He is a Marine, whether if he's active or not. He's still a Marine, and I believe that's what, he, what, what um, his service was. But he
4: says, Who, what is peace worth to you? Your actions will tell a better story than your words. That's right. Judge a man by the fruits of his labor. And he just confirmed that's right. Ura. Thank you for your service.
1: And anybody else that's listening on the download side later on, if you were in the military, thank you for your service. And And I'm sorry for the trauma and the loss that you have dealt with if you went through some pretty crazy traumatic situations on the battlefield where you lost brothers and friends and family and whoever else out there. I am sorry you went through that loss. For anybody that's a mother or a father or a grandparent who lost a son or daughter, I'm sorry for your loss. For anybody who is a daughter or a son of somebody who never made it back home and couldn't see you graduate high school and walk you down the aisle and then hold your first kid, I'm sorry that uh, you don't get to have that experience. But just know that their sacrifice and what they did for this country, no matter who was at the top pulling the strings,
4: their sacrifice will not be in vain. Their sacrifice will not be nullified. We will make sure that we will do what we have to
1: do as people on the ground, boots on the ground here domestically to take. These evil scumbag swamp creatures down. Because the greatest threat and enemy are within these borders, and they take on many labels liberalism,
4: socialism, they're communist undercover, media, the teachers' union. They come in many forms. They will be uprooted and they will be
1: gone. It ain't gonna be an overnight success, but it will occur. And it will, we will all see it in our lifetime, believe you me. This is why we need to stand up our republic by assembling our states. We have 17, we need 38 minimum, but we will get all 50.
4: And the people who are troublemakers and tactical civics, you know, little communists, they will be dealt with as well. So if you are a tactical Civics individual,
1: I would highly, highly urge lots of caution on your end
4: because names are being collected and we know who is who. We are the watchers on the wall. And we will make sure that these service members who served
1: since the founding of this nation, have not died in vain. Here is one of two songs I want to play before we close us out. This one is by a 15-year-old girl. I can't remember her name. I don't have it right here. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It's, uh, I believe her name is Riley Preston. It's called Soldier's Light. It's a very good song it's a it's a sad song it's a you know from the perspective of a of a, of a little girl right a, a daughter of a serviceman who didn't make it back home let's give this a listen to it has a little bit of a silent intro here, so bear with me here for a second. I already pushed play let me switch it over here on CloudHub so they can hear it. give it a second here it'll play in just a few more seconds here and I will make sure I post the video.
5: First step, my first word was dad. This house is filled with pictures of someone I never had. I know I know your voice, I think I know your smile, but mommy says clothes haven't smelt like your clothes in a while. I know.
1: Tribute by a 15-year-old by Riley Preston. I thought that was a really good song. I felt that that was appropriate to play. And for the final song of the night, before I have to close it out in prayer, in fact, we will do a prayer first, and then we will close out with the last song, which is by Justin Moore, the ones that didn't make it back home. Heavenly Father, There's really nothing else that we can say on a day like today except thank you for those who gave up the most precious thing that they had, which was life. Life that you gave them. And a lot of these lives were cut short and they were ripped away from their friends and their family. But we know they are in your home now. We know they are in your kingdom. Let these Service members know that their death was not in vain and it will not be nullified because we will finish what they started. Both people in uniform and out of the uniform, we will finish what they started. We will get our sovereignty and true freedom back here in the land that we call these United States of America. We thank you, Father, for this time together to remember and reflect on each soul that we lost. And we thank you for the brave men and women that are still with us today, helping us stand up this Republic and to get our freedom back. Father, we pray for this country. We pray for the people in this country who are working tirelessly and effortless, you know, uh, just tirelessly and, putting in all sorts of effort to get this country back on solid footing again and eradicate most of the evil that has brought us to this point thus far. And Rietta adds to the prayer, Thank you, Lord. We are truly thankful for all those who have gone before us to keep us free. Father, bless all those families. Lord, you are all we need. Help us through these difficult challenges. We put all our faith in you, in Jesus Christ's name. And, and yes, and to add to this, we thank people who were at the beginning of the assembly, the National Assembly, this movement, like Carl Miller and Robert Gilman, to name a, f- a couple, and there are many more. And more of, their, of these names and stories will come about as time presses on. But we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, here at His line. We are firm, we are steadfast, we are uncompromising. We are the watchers on the wall. We hold and tote that line. The enemy will not cross us. They will not continue with their tyranny. They will not deceive us, they will not lie to us anymore. And we will make sure that these men and women who died for us in previous wars and conflicts, we will make sure that none of it is in vain. So help us, God. Last song we're going to play is by Justin Moore, and then we'll close it out for the ones that didn't make it back home. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. And remember what this day is about. We'll see you back here tomorrow.
6: Middle of June she was planning a welcome home barbecue, green bean casserole, grandma's recipe. There was a knock on the door around two o'clock. Two uniforms and her horse style, yellow ribbon round an oak tree, blowing in the breeze. Here's to the ones that didn't make it back home. Ways we ain't seen in so long The hold up a beer once I wish they were here once and not to The whole town shut down, the whole town showed up Sang Amazing Grace, watched the slideshow of His twenty-two years There was laughs and there was tears And that preacher talked about sacrifice And traffic stop for them Cadillac lines. Johnny sold beer half price that night And everybody raised their eyes back home the ones we ain't seen in so long the hold up a beer was a wish they were here was a night forgotten and gone in a better place up there but they sure left a hole down here we just go on living and go on missing the ones the ones that didn't make it back home back to that front ones we ain't seen in so long the hold up a beer was a wish they were here was a night forgotten am gone they're in a better place up there but they sure left a hole down here we just go
0: I will always fight for you. I will be watching, I will be listening, and I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better, and I couldn't have done it without you. So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. Our future will be brighter than ever before and our future will be brighter than ever before The best is yet to come The best is yet to come Back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form, we will be back in some form, we will be back in some form. And our future will be brighter than ever before, and our future will be brighter than ever before. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. it's going to be beautiful but i will see you tomorrow and i'm going to be cheering you on you're going to cheer me on but i'm going to be cheering you on because what we've done
4: is so special all over the world they're talking about it all over the world